Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. I'm Peter Puisto. I'm the founder of Lone Wolf Portable Tree Stands, Lone Wolf Custom Gear. All right, well, we got Dan on the line. And I started thinking, I probably shouldn't have shared those pictures. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, guys, we got Don Higgins on. Um, anything that's got to do with uh, chasing big deer, I've got my hands in it somehow. So. Well, my name's John Eberhardt. The first one that comes to mind was early in my career. I'm Scott Buckley from Iowa. Um, I had jumped him in the summer, too. He jumped up in that swamp grass down in the bottom lake. And, uh, yeah, that's that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm chasing it. There ain't nothing stopping me. Justin Hollinsworth, I'm with Whitetail Addictions and uh, Lone Wolf Custom Gear. So what are we talking about tonight? We're, uh, we're talking about the one that got away. We talked about a deer that we didn't get it done on for some reason. Um, so uh, go ahead and get into the story of the one that got away. Here we go. Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast. You can see my breath in the video podcast out in the garage. It's cold as hell in central Illinois. Northern central Illinois, I guess. But uh, how's how's the basement treating you over there? Is it warm? It's a little bit warmer than where you're at, but um, for some you got reason, the hood up. I know for some reason when I'm home and I'm drinking water, like, bro, I'm just cold as hell. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is. Well, we wanted to get on here and knock out a quick podcast for you guys. Um, Season's almost over, man. It's close as hell right now. So um, still still some time to get it done, but we're going to talk about what you need to do now to get yourself prepared to be successful for next year. Um, But first, let's get into the people that make this possible. We're going to start off with uh, Exodus, guys. You got anything for Exodus before I rip off the one I was going to do? Yeah, I just wanted to mention the pictures we got yesterday of them does out there at like 3 o'clock-ish. Um, I was pretty taken back by the resolution that they came in at, um, and that's without the um, high-definition upload. That's just what it sends you, and I was pretty astonished about how clear that picture was. There was two does there. One was close, one was back, and uh, it was a damn good image. 
Yeah. I was going to say the, the, those cans have been working fall, flawlessly in this weather. I mean, what was negative five the other night? Yeah. And, uh, I was wondering, I was like, man, I wonder if they're going to send picks in the morning, you know, the renders and shit. And they all sent. So, yep. Uh, surprising what those suckers can do out there strapped to the side of a tree. I would say Trailer Park was out there at daylight and it said negative 14 on the bottom. Came, came yeah. two minutes after he was there, you know? So, yeah, it's crazy. But uh, look, uh, what else we got? We got Last Breath TV, guys. If you haven't followed their YouTube, check them out. Um, they're still pumping out content. They should still have quite a few bucks to put out yet, don't they? Yeah. They still have a Missouri trip, Garrett's buck, a um, whole bunch of different stuff. So excited to watch all that coming out here soon. And uh, they'll be down at Badlands Film Festival this week weekend also. So mm -hmm. they got another film put in there in the short film category this time. So it's pretty cool. It is uh, getting into right on. One thing that I want to mention about their uh, rifle scope setup is that I want to talk about their throw lever. Uh, it has a little button on their throw levers, and um, especially in the time of the season that we are right now, you got gloves on out there or your hands are going to be super cold. And to have that knob up there to be able to actually you know, control the zoom of your scope is super handy because you know you can feel it it's not just trying to grip if you got snow on your glove or something and you're trying to zoom in or out and uh, i think having that knob on there is uh, a really great idea and uh, it could definitely make or break if you get a a good shot on something or if you're gonna have to wait and you know hopefully it comes back around or whatever the case may be but i thought that was a really great idea yeah that throw knob definitely adds something to where you don't have to worry about your fingers sliding or gripping, grip, you know, with gloves on or anything like that. Because this time of year, you have to wear gloves. Yeah. It's just so, so bad out there. Unless you got a heated box blind, you know. <laughs> right. You see those no glove snaps quite a bit, but uh, it's it's tough out there for a guy in the tree or on the ground <laughs> or anything. Uh, what else we got? Uh, Black Rifle, use the code Whitetail Legacy, get 20% off your order. And uh, we also are still sitting on that Badlands code. Maybe you got a gift card or something there for Christmas. And uh, we can go ahead and give you a little extra bump on that. If you just send us a message and we'll hook you up. All right, that's it, right? That is it, bud. All right, well, let's get into this. So what do we need to do now to make sure that you're going to be successful for next year? So. We're coming off a pretty successful season. We're not done yet, but um, we got we killed five bucks combined, and uh, two different states, public, private. Um, really was a really successful season, and a lot of that was our planning and strategy. Not not only from like what we we're gonna do in August or whatever. It was the scouting that we did right now. The scouting that we did you know, all throughout the year, but what would be your number one? If you could pick something right now, what is you, what do you think someone should be doing to make yourself successful for next year? Um, it's going to be the, the upcoming month. Uh, that's a time we like to get out there is, you know, that Valentine's day through the end of March and really get out there and, and get into them sanctuaries that you might have on the, on the private piece that you got. Um, you know, and really get out there and see what, what was going on. Uh, maybe you missed something, and especially in the sanctuary. It's like you're not going to be in there hunting. That's why it's called the sanctuary. But 
Um, you know, late season stuff still trickling on, going on, and uh, maybe some rubs popped up, some bucks moved in somewhere, and, you, you know, you didn't have cams out or, you, you know, you're just not hunting as much or you're already tagged out. Um, get out there and see what you miss uh, in the later part of the season or, you know, especially during the rut. Get out there and, you know, see see what happened and see if you missed anything and then if you can capitalize on that going forward. Yeah. Um, I think the number one thing right now you could do is just keep running your trail cams and see what deer made it. That's, that's key. We've learned this year that you can hunt a deer and if he's dead, he's damn hard to kill. <laughs> Someone else has already killed him. It's damn hard for you to kill. So, um, Knowing what's alive and what made it, maybe that's be finding the shed or getting some trail cam pics of them. Um, if you're going to start trying to make moves on a deer, it's really important that you know that he's alive. Because um, we made, we decided to make a lot of moves on a deer last year, Magnum, and then he ended up being dead and it kind of changed up our whole entire game plan for how we're going to approach this year. Um, if we wouldn't have got that, if we would have got that intel in January that he was dead, I mean, we could have definitely had more time to kind of X that completely off and thought about other places out there instead of, you know, learning about it a couple months before season mm -hmm. and then trying to trying to go from there. So I feel like that's super important. Try to figure out what deer made it um, and maybe you can see them. Maybe you can glass them on some food late. Maybe you can transfer your, you know, your cameras to where I know I'm only going to get nighttime picks here on this food if you can bait put some bait out okay this deer made it and then you know like okay i can put work into this deer next year he made it through the hunting season the chances of him surviving now are pretty good you know i, I feel like if they make it through the the season they're going to be around next year so i think that'd be the most important thing is figure out if you're going to target a buck figure out what what buck you're going to put your, put your money on right now you know mm -hmm. and something might pop up later on but whatever you can do now then like you say going to that sanctuary okay you picked out what buck survived now you're looking at the intel that you have for that deer and then you're going in there and scouting on that intel that you already have okay he was here on this picture he come from this way what is that way and then you're trying to put the pieces together on this one deer more than just I don't know if this deer alive or not, but I'm gonna go out there and roll the dice. So. Right, because I mean, all his signs still gonna be out there, or you know. Yeah, what... all his signs they're gonna be there, but you don't know if he's alive or not. And uh, especially if you can bait, man. If you're in a state that you can bait and you throw some bait out there, put cams on it, you're gonna get pictures of that deer if he's alive in that area. I mean, they're gonna come, especially this time of year. Mm -hmm. It might be nighttime, but you're not you're not trying to kill this deer. You're literally just trying to see if he's alive or not. It's the only thing that you want to so yeah. <clears throat> what else you got i got so one thing that <clears throat> i love to do is um kind of sift back through the trail cam picks i've kind of covered this before but um like during season we're just literally pounding through the cards going through them and on top of that we're trying to hunt um, we might have checked that card in the field or something and l really just skimming through it, um, going through, just looking for bucks, you know. Um, so now you got a little bit more time, hopefully. 
and you can go back through them picks and maybe analyze some stuff and and look at and try to really think about what that deer is doing or um, maybe link him between two cameras that you might not have linked up um, while you're out there checking in the field per se but uh, and then also recount some encounters of maybe um, an up-and-coming buck that you can bank on too and see if um, that's going to be a deer to be on the list this year and uh, go from there and kind of because we said before like when we see a deer do something it's I don't know what it is about it but it's just like more more reassurance I guess other than just getting yeah. a picture of him because you can see <clears throat> you can obviously see him longer but um just when you see a deer and you see what he did and exactly where he went and where he came from and how he was working through the area that's a lot more um intel than just a picture and then guessing what he did 30 yards before you know um so those two things right now just going back to the trail cam picks especially if you got video mode and um, thinking about them encounters of maybe an up-and-coming buck that uh, you can put a game plan for this upcoming year. Yeah. Second most important thing I think you could do is maybe you had a, a bad season, you weren't on a lot of deer, you got to start finding ground right now. It's, it's so important, whether it's a new piece of public, a new piece of private, anything that you can get yourself on, and just like you said, you got it. You got to scout it. This is one of the best times to find, to see all that sign. You know, you you can go in there and you can see those rubs. You can see the scrapes still. The the green hasn't come in and covered them up. You got the potential to find sheds. You know, while you're out there to know what kind of quality of deer are already on that property. Um, I feel like there's very few people out there right now that are trying to find ground. They wait until three, four months out from deer season, you know, or turkey season. When It seems like turkey season, people start thinking about deer hunting a little bit around here mm. after turkey season, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I feel like you need to do it right now. Give you a, a head jump on maybe finding a name or, or just put the word out. Be like, hey, I'm looking for some new ground. I'm, I kind of got my butt kicked. Um, and then you got to come into a conclusion, kind of like me this year, you find the ground and you maybe you need to decide what's the best one to hunt. You know, like we keep skipping over the urban out here by my house because mm-hmm. we got all this shit going on. Yeah. You know, I need to, I need to go out there and walk that scout it really hard and say, okay, is this really worth me? You know, maybe I find a nice shed out there or, or something, you know, and then I'm like, okay, there is, some good quality bucks out here. Maybe I need to put some more focus on this place. I feel like we got that. Just I just got that setting there, and every year I'm just leaving <laughs> it on the table, like not yeah. even utilized. So I'm going to go out there and scout hard on that as my – everybody says find new ground, and it might not be a brand-new piece. It might be a spot you never hunted on ground that you already got. I'm going to go in here. I'm really going to dig this spot out. I'm going to figure out how I can access it. I'm going to figure out this and that. Um, you're going to have a really good idea about if I hang a stand here, what's my shooting conditions going to be, you know, in, in November when the deer are actually going to be using this area. So go out there and try to find new ground and then scout as much as you can 
I mean, we're scouting stuff that we've already been told that we can't hunt for two or three years. The state of Illinois said, well, you, I'm more not opening it for hunting for two or three years and I'm scouting it right now just to, to try to figure it out, you know? Mm-hmm. And when it opens up, I'm going to have all that Intel be like, okay, here we go. We can get in here and do this now. But, uh, that's, I think that's one of our biggest flaws is we have, we have, we don't have a lot of places to go like private places, but we have so much ground that we can pop it on. And we don't, we're like, we're not a hundred percent sure about the pheasant ground. Like not, we're always like, (laughs) and we never went and just done it. You know what I mean? And I feel like I need to go in there this winter and really scout that out and pick out a couple spots and say, Hey, I'm putting a set in here. I'm going to put a set in here in the rut and see, we might be missing this thing forever. You know, I I don't know. It's like Oak Run. I didn't always like, I need to go out there, pick a few spots, set it and be like, okay, this is either bullshit or it's really good and not, but that's got to come down to if you're going to waste time on property that you don't 100% know, you need to go in there and scout it right now, put yourself in the best odds of actually maybe having a decent hunt. I'll say that way you at least go in there with some sort of idea of what, yeah. what you can accomplish out there. Because the last thing I want to do is, is waste a hunt, you know, on October 10th on some some bullshit somewhere you know and yeah i, I feel like i could have smashed that's what we there. always that's what we're always saying like man we don't really know we got more intel over here but like if you go in there it's not new ground it's not like brand new but it's new ground if you don't you haven't explored it all you mm-hmm. know it's yeah well we know we know, you know you, we know the late rut there's you know a stud up in there yeah so yeah i mean at some point there's gonna be a, a shooter on there you know yeah i mean Damn, cam thieves discouraged us not going back there. Yeah, yeah. We just need to not run cams, go in there and scout it, and then, I don't know, maybe run one in there. All, we never ran one in the rut, you know, because they all got stolen. So, mm-hmm. don't really know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, what else you got? Um, this is just something that I think about. I don't know if um, the majority of the people listening do, but it's just something that I got burned for in the past, and it's something that we still continue to notice on our, on our private piece is the crop rotation. Just something to think about, nothing to really elaborate on other than just have it in your mind. Uh, we know on, on our private piece that the deer are going to be moving through this corner of the property a lot more this year now that the bordering field is going to be corn and they can they can go come off that point on the north timber work the edge of the corn down and pop right into the to our piece you know so um it would be worth running a camera there this year i think um versus last year we didn't really have a camera up there and uh still continue to run the one down on the scrape and um just something to think about, like even growing up hunting, like I got burned a couple times because I didn't have shit on cam because the beans were flipped with the corn and um, didn't have shit going on early and, and wasted almost, you know, a whole month of October. And then when shit got good, I was kind of burned up that spot a little bit. So yeah. just There's also a good time that uh, going on that you, you know, if you're hunting, if you're hunting somewhere on private and maybe it's your first year, it's a good time to approach the farmers because they don't have a lot of shit going on Yeah, and say, Hey, 
next year, what do you guys plan on doing? Maybe they're going to do a cover crop. Maybe they're going to do corn on corn on corn. Like, you know, we have that one property where it's corn like the last five years, (laughs) you know? So you never know. That guy goes, well, we're going to do beans. That would completely change how we wanted to approach and dictate some of our cameras because I feel like there'd be a lot more deer using that south field early if it was beans, you know? So um, it's a good time to talk to your landowners, talk to your farmers because they don't really have a lot going on. The holidays is all over. It's so far away from deer hunting right now. You just go in there. You don't even mention deer hunting. You just say, hey, thanks thanks for letting me hunt this year. You know, we we donated a deer to one of our landowners. Um, paid for the, the processing fee. Small things you can do like that. And then that guy, you know, I talked to him and he's already telling us he wants us to burn that field again. I'm like, oh, man. On the east? So. On the east side? The one the we same did. one we did, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. He said he might come up and help this time. I'm like, that would be good. Yeah, a third guy, so, at least a third guy would be nice. That, uh, we, I think. Someone that's can... done it like 15 times, that would be <laughs> yeah. nice. Yeah, I would say we got pretty lucky um, with the wind situation that we had and everything. It just kind of a nice slow burn, but. Like if it had got out of control, or you know, if we didn't have what we had going on, it could have been a handful real quick. Yeah, that's why I called the fire department and told them. I said, "Hey, we're going to be burning out here just so you guys know." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, next thing I got here is uh, new food plot spots, or um, if you're going to change something in the food plot, or if uh, you're going to do some frost seeding. Um, on some clover, you need to be thinking about that and getting that ready to go because, I mean, lo and behold, that's like a month and a half away here for most of us. Um, if you need to, like, we got a spot here uh, that we're going to do a food plot in, but it needs needs a little bit of work. So um, we know when we get our scouting done, like, we need to go in there and, and cut some shit up, get it, get it ready to go. That way we're not out there when it's, you know, 90 degrees, humid as hell. Um, hopefully we can do it on like a 60 degree day and, um, just get it all knocked out in one rip. Yeah. That, that'd be also ideal. To talk with, uh, I'll talk with the people that you hunt with or the landowners about planting a food plot or talk to you, the big people that you hunt with and say, Hey, we had a late season plot here. What do you think about doing, you know, a spring plot or try something different or we're kind of in that situation right now. Like, we had a plot, they were on it early, then they weren't on it. And I don't know if we should do something different there or not. It's mm-hmm. something that we need to talk about to decide. And you kind of need to decide it now to make a plan to, you know, get someone out there to to get the shit done. I mean, I think we could kill that off and plant whatever we wanted pretty much. Yeah. And we need, we need to maybe see if they're going to implement the, the change bump that up because if they bump that up yeah. it's clover 100 percent, and you know yeah. i mean that, that's done so yeah but yeah just a discussion or you know i mean just talking to everybody that you hunt with about you know what what can we do or you know just like cody said talking to the landowner what can i do or hey i yeah. got an idea here um and you know it's crazy how much these landowners do care about the deer because it's their land, you know, and, and they'd be like, well, hell yeah, you're going to give them some food, you know? 
Yeah. Always a good thing. Always a good thing. Um, yeah, that goes back to adding, you know, if, if you want to add bedding cover or you want to do some hinge cutting, all that shit's got to be done right now. You got to plan that shit right now because you're going to be thinking like us, be like, oh, yeah, we're good. And then turkey season's here and you're turkey <laughs> hunting. Then it's hot as balls. Yeah. And then, you know, then it's football and then it's deer. Like, it's just, it's right there. It's just, it's an, it's boom. And then it's back to go. And so. Yeah, I seen a uh, somebody posted a countdown on Facebook of uh, days till deer season. It was like two fifty. I didn't know the starting date, but I was like, "Shit, two hundred fifty days like that." God, that is yeah. <laughs> that's coming, you know? Yeah, you need to need to plan your shit out accordingly. It it's different if maybe you had one property, but when you're trying to do three, four different pieces of property and scout public and you need to plan this shit out well in advance and kind of get an idea of what you're going to do. Um, I do it with my shed hunting. I plan my shed hunting out. I'm like, I'm going to walk this piece. That's probably the best. Then I'm going to walk this piece, this piece, this piece. And I'm going to go back to the best and hit it again. And uh, it's always better to have a plan when you got to, oh, you want to cover a lot of shit or a lot of ground. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, you, you're, you're, we're mostly going to do this shit on the weekend. And then the wives got, stuff going on the kids are now starting basketball and soccer and and shit and you know it's gonna get sketchy but i feel like if you can get a plan or like half the time we'll get up five six in the morning try to go knock it out be home by nine and everybody's only been awake for an hour or two yeah yeah that's the best case scenario yeah that's the best case we've been doing for a while (laughs) Yeah. yeah Um, next thing I got is something that Cody and I did this year for the first time, I think, is um, move stands that you want to get moved. Um, I've already been talking to Logan about it. He's got some stands that he wants moved. Um, and then just clear them shooting lanes, like, right when you get that stand moved. Just do it all in one swoop. And I think this played a vital role in our early season because we moved a stand and we trimmed the shooting lanes and like we didn't have to go back in there and there was bucks daylighting 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 all the way up to season and the first four days of season bucks still daylighting there because we hadn't been in there other than um one day in early august i think to put the damn cell cam up and um just do something with the food plot we did we did something right there but um we weren't in there in like august and september trying to trim out a shooting lane and, yeah. you know, I think that that helped if, if we would have hunted there, it would have been money. It's easier to move shit when they ain't got a bunch of leaves on it. Yeah. And like, you, you got it looks like it's like, going to, when it's hunting season. Yeah. Yeah. And you got an idea of like, if I take this, I'm going to have no cover when it comes November, mm-hmm. when you're in the spring, you're like, man, I got all kinds of cover. Look at all this stuff. But then it's all gone. Mm-hmm. You get in your tree and you're like, holy shit, this thing's wide open. We've done that a bunch of times, you know? And that's something we got to do where we're on the the small the mm-hmm. small piece. We got to figure out what we're going to do to cover ourselves yeah. in that tree. And that's something that we need to do now. Like, right. make a plan to get something where we're going to tie ropes from those tree to tree or what, what we're going to do. I was thinking if we hung a stand like this and this, like, like, this is the food plot and we hung two stands facing like this. Uh-huh. And then we tied ropes from those two trees that are close. So you'd have all that shit right in front of you right here. Like a triangle. And you could, Yeah. And you just stand up over it. I think that would work out 
pretty decent. So basically you get into like a triangle blind, but you have yeah. stands inside of it. Right. And then you just have shit tied to those ropes. Cause that's the, that's a problem we have. It's like the spot is one of those spots you have to be, but there's just no place to be whether you're not going to get busted in a tree. Just impossible. Yeah. Gra- off the grounds. Not, not, not possible no. there. And you can't get like super, super high. Yeah, you're, in any you're 12 foot. Trees. Yeah, you're 12 foot. The only thing I could think was that walnut tree that's out in the center, but then your wind's kind of iffy. But you could get pretty high in that walnut tree that's right out in the center of that. Yeah. But then your wind's shaky. So that's something we got to decide right now. Um, go in there when it actually looks like it's going to be hunting season. And make a plan like, okay, we're going to hang our stance here. We're going to get it done. How are we going to cover this thing in to when season comes? And then you just don't go back. Just do not go back in there at all. There's no reason. Yeah. You know? Hang your cans. Scout. That's it. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And we need to get something on that apple tree. Yeah. Yep. And we got uh, all these stands laying around. Yeah. We got to do hella trimming there. That shit is wicked. So. And to just kind of lead off of that is like, um, think about some hunts that you've had in some spots or like the reason that you want to move and think about your access to that stand. And like, if you're there in that stand hunting every time and you don't see any deer or, but when you're not there, the deer are there, that to me signals some, some access at some point is, is you're getting busted getting in there. So look at the access and maybe you're going to have to cut a trail in there. I know we were talking about the apple tree and the small food plot spot. Um, we're going to have to cut in two trails to get into those two spots, 100. And yeah. um, so that's just something to think about. That the access can always, can almost always be better, I think. And, um, yeah. you know, I know sometimes you're limited on only just being able to get into one side of your piece or whatever, but, um, you know, take some ideas maybe outside the box and do some Bill Winky shit out there and, and try to make it happen as best you can. Cause you got 250 days of game plan for it now. And, uh, as long as you're always thinking and spitballing about it, you know, for me, it takes me a while to come up with an idea, but when it does, it's usually pretty solid cause I've had, I've had some time to think about it. And, um, just always try to be better on the access. Yeah. Yeah. Access is key. We, I feel like the top, the top ridge stand on that piece, the access is about as good as it's going to get yeah. on that one. But the, the ones on the small food plot and the apple tree definitely could, could help out and, uh, it'd be easier to get into too. And having preset stands there is yeah. going to be super nice. And then. That just like going back to scouting when when you're talking about access, when you're going through, you're not only looking at sign, okay, you find a place to hunt, stand there and be like, well, how would I get to this place to hunt it? You know, you got to be thinking about that. And then if it is private, maybe you make a plan to make an access. If it is public and you can't cut shit, then you got to decide like, how am I going to do this? And like when we went across the big ravine on public, we made that path, you know, basically with just our feet and arms mm-hmm. kind of knocking the tall grass shit down. Once we had that path, getting in and out of the dark was five times as easy. And we did that in like February, 
you know, and then we went back in there and we were just right across it. So, uh, glad we didn't, we never climbed that one time this year. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was actually nice. That was actually yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next thing I got is, uh, visit spots that have intrigued you or that you thought looked good. Um, Cody kind of did that here recently with a camera, uh, late season on a public spot. And it's a spot that we have walked through a little bit. Have you walked it more than, than that? Or you just walk like that backside a couple times? Yeah. I, I normally shed hunt it every year, Okay, but I don't, I never find any shed. Yeah. So, but we know that, but I, I mean, yeah, the private's right there. So you can't really get into it. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, just, uh, right now you got some time to, you know, hopefully spend some time in some new spots and, um, we're always looking at the map and, uh, trying to, trying to find a new spot. And now, now is the time that you can get out there and get boots on the ground. Maybe if you weren't able to get a hunt in there or, um, you know, <laughs> we, we packed our stands around one night a couple years ago cause, uh, we went into a new area that we hadn't been in really, and we ended up not hunting or we, not, we ended up not setting up and, uh, like that would be a spot maybe to, uh, go back to and, and find a tree I that, feel like, that could work. I feel like that. I think we were right in the money. We just had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. I think, There's, I think we busted that dough right when we, got when we popped that hill. Yeah. I feel like right there where we did those interviews in that low spot. Mm-hmm. I just the wish old, you could shoot that typical, bottom. Yeah, that old typicals in there somewhere. Yeah. Right, right in there. Yeah. And down where I hunted, right at the at the end of that draw, at yeah. you know, back up on the top in the opening, there's one tree yeah. there you could get into, kind of where all all of them run together. Um, that you could get into. But like, dude, other than that, well, I mean, there ain't shit out there really. Yeah, that'd be a good rut spot though, I think. Get down in that in the early in the morning. All right, I, I all heard, that shit. I heard crossbow yeah. off the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be a better option. Yeah, yeah. but uh, one thing I wanted to mention on this is uh, to not this, like you said, you know, start thinking about spots that intrigue you. But all those spots that you overlooked all year because you were like, ah, it's too too small a timber or blah 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 blah. don't look good oh there's a lot of people in there go in there this time now just go in there and see we made mistakes every year where we we got a spot we're like yeah they're probably in there we don't go and then they're in there mm-hmm. you know or, or like pickles should have been in there way before we were in there we knew we probably should have been in there um where the double drop time buck got killed this year been talking about that spot for three years you know <laughs> yeah and i was like oh i just throw cam up you know and then you go in there and find a match set of sheds already this year like, yeah a guy would have scouted that and been like oh shit here's a match set of sheds and then runs a trail camera and there's a double dropper in there the next year like he's gonna be like wow okay and then like on the north been talking about that spot for i don't know how long run a cam there's a freaking magnum up there you know so <laughs> yeah. it's just don't all those spots that you're like, uh, and you don't want to waste a hunt mm-hmm. during the year, get in there and really scout that shit this time. And 
feel it, realize, is this worth me going into? Instead of just thinking about it, I don't maybe I'm the only one that does that, like has a spot in their mind, like, man, there's probably one in there right there, but just nobody, you know, just, but you don't want to waste the hunt finding out. Yeah. The hunts are so valuable. You don't want to go in there November and be like, yeah, I'm going to just find this place out, you know? Yeah. You're, you're think- already got mind on other bucks. I think we did a really great job this year of acting on the dumb shit of the overlooked spots. We we did a good job of acting on that and getting some sort of trail camera in there or a hunt in there. And, you know, we're able to do that because now we have, we're, you know, getting some cameras stocked up and um, we're getting to plan with batteries and, you know, we're not running them all year long like we are. So we were able to make some moves on there and it's paid off for us. Like as far as just getting Intel and realizing that when Cody or I say that you get that feeling that there's one in there, there's probably going to be one in there. And that's something we're learning. Like if if we get that feeling, we need to act on it. Absolutely. 100%. And, um, Cause I mean, what, what, do, what are you out? You're not, if you throw a cam up there and then when it, at least throw the camera in there and then whatever the yeah. camera tells you, you know, take that with a grain of salt or as much as you want to bank on it and, and go from there. So, um, definitely better job at, um, not leaving anything overlooked. Yeah. I mean, even if it's, man, I've been looking at this public spot for two years it seems heavy pressure, but they got some standing cord. I'm going to go blast it a couple nights late season when, you know, in late January and just see what's out there. Mm-hmm. And then boom, a lot of deer out there, a couple really good bucks. You're like, well, man, maybe these bucks are, you know, just evading. And then you go in there and you start scouting, you know, then you, okay, there's stands here, cams here, trying to find the hole where this buck's living. <clears throat> but if you don't ever poke your nose in there to find out what, what's going on you're never going to know i feel like we've done that we did better this year but the last three years it's been terrible we haven't done that and what's funny is you listen to podcasts you hear people talk about like pressured areas and then like oh don't overlook don't look overlook the small spot well we're seeing that right now on our public more pressure more pressure and the good shit is no longer the good shit Mm mm-hmm you know, it's it's kind of like ah okay, and then the good shit's the the small overlooked stuff. But before before everybody started pressuring this piece, the good shit was the good shit. You know, I mean, we were back in there, right? But now everybody thinks that's the best because it looks the best. Go back in there, you're like, oh man, you see that big bottom behind the lake? You're like, oh god, this is this is it. But really, we ran cans back there all year, and there were some bucks in daylight, but. There was no pattern to anything that ever went on back then. It would have to be a right place, so, right time type deal. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of how all of our hunts went back there. Mm-hmm. If you, you know, think about it, it's always like six shitty hunts, one good one. Like it's not just being there long enough to, to catch it, but there's spots out there where you could have a, be in the chips every hunt, you know, or be in the area, mm-hmm. but it's turning into that overlook small or really really hard to access shit one or the other but and i mean there's still people out there 
dragging out does and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this year have never been pressured this time of year and they're still getting pressured. So it's going to be different than I, even this year, I right predict. Now. Yeah. I predict the no hunting to be super shed city this year. Mm, That's yeah. what I'm predicting. Yeah. Pressure. There was pressure that has never been pressure. So I feel like they're going to be all right, whoop, right into that. But we'll see, you know? Yeah. All right. Moving on to the next one here is new gear. If you are, I've already got one item that I'm definitely buying. And it's going to be a big change. And uh, it's definitely one of them that you got to, like, budget out. You got to have an idea and save up the money. And it's going to be a big change, and um, not all gear purchases are like that, but um, if you're going to upgrade something or, uh, you know, kind of while you still are out here using the shit, be like, okay, what, what needs upgraded next year, or what would I like to have new? What's going to help my chances of being a successful hunter out here next year? And make a plan and buy it. You got 10 months to get it saved up and get it bought, and... Um, get familiar with it before you have to, before it's crunch time. Like, I mean, I killed opening day, had a new bow, two new sticks out there. Uh, you know, had a lot of new shit out there and, um, you got it. You got to be familiar with this stuff. So the earlier that you can get it, the better. And, um, if you got a bunch of small stuff, just, you know, buy a bunch of small stuff over time. Like you got 10 months, you don't have to buy everything right now. Just get a budget and a plan and, um, and, and you can have whatever, damn near whatever you want, I would imagine. Yeah, that's, that's key. And like you said, when you get that new gear, just get familiarized with it is huge too. I did a giant change in October, you know what I mean? Yeah. So trying to, that's going to be my but, change this year. <laughs> yeah. You need to start watching the Facebook, bro. I've been seeing some decent yeah. snags on there. So I'd be the way to do it, but oh, still there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, you got anything else? Nope. Uh, just a little nugget is just if you if anybody was going out of state to hunt, like if you're going somewhere October first, like maybe don't have a bunch of like stock put in in your spot yeah. for early October or something. Um, but I think most. Just don't forget about you're going you're going somewhere, you know. Yeah. And the main thing I'd of- like to say before we wrap this up is just if you had a good year or you had a bad year, you know, you killed six bucks, you killed no bucks, shit don't matter next year. Yeah. So you're starting over. You're at ground zero. So a lot of the intel that you had this year, you thought you were sitting pretty good, could have killed two of those bucks. Or Obviously, the intel you had on the Bucks wasn't that good. So every year, I feel like you're starting over back, ground zero. Got an idea, some Bucks you might want to chase. Might be able to use some of that intel from the past, but you got to get more if you weren't successful this year. There's something that you're missing that's not clicking. And uh, and I would almost almost pinpoint it that you just haven't scouted the ground enough. That's what I'm finding out. Like, I feel like if we knew, you know, the spot that I'm talking about, where we were talking about earlier, 
where it's just hell getting into. If we went in there and scouted that piece really good, figured out some spots we could hang, figured out how to get in there, probably wouldn't be that bad. Be going there one time and we did in the middle of the summer, it's fucking it's it's hell. <laughs> you go in there now, it's probably not that bad. No. But that and that probably blew our chances on killing Magnum if you would have went in there and field around, you know, and now we got this other giant. I got I'm gonna get in there and I'm gonna I'm gonna figure that shit out. I'm not I can't just get pictures of that thing and know he's alive and not not do anything. So Yeah, hundred percent. No matter how good a year you had or how bad a year you had, you're starting over at zero. You got two hundred and fifty days for like for us till season. Um and those what you do in those two hundred and fifty days is gonna decide how your season is for next year. So that's all I got to say is it for us it never ends because you know we killed the bucks and they're they're gone we got other bucks but I feel like if you did nothing and went in there you wouldn't be anywhere close unconfident as hell like one thing I liked about this year is you know we we had a lot of sits early where we either killed or the deer showed up within an hour after light. Yeah. Like, we're literally on the edge. It was, like, crazy 14 hunts early that we had that that yeah. happened. And, that like, that's... Yeah, we were right there. And you, In the chip, as you, we call it. Like, we were right there every time. Yeah, when you go into a hunt like that, it just... It, it's different. It, your, your whole sit is different because you know literally any second that some bitch could stand up and be 20 yards away, and then it's all worth it. Yeah, I feel like what what we needed to work on um, more that we kind of overlooked is we need to find a few more doe bedding areas to hunt the rut. And I think we'll be in pretty good shape. I feel like you run those cams on those doe bedding areas, the bucks are there, just like on the small mobile or the small piece you know mm-hmm. they were there they're not there they're there they're not there. we just <laughs> got to be there when they're there like i mean yeah. they're there for three or four days and they're not there for a week and they're there for three or four days yep but uh i mean if we had those cameras on a couple doe groups on public or on oak run or wherever you know what i mean okay this doe group's hot boom let's go and mm-hmm. that's how we need to hunt the rut i feel like that's something that we need to figure out how we're going to do is need scout now okay there's no group living in here we're during the rut we're gonna pull our early season cams bring them in here run a mobile okay the bucks are on these does let's go you know because we're sure we were trying to hunt them a day late in the rut i feel like like we always are you know we're there here you know but it's that's tough but we had that new piece that we were trying to figure figure out out in season yeah so that that was tough too, and then we wasted some sets on the new the new lease that I feel like needs to get waxed and something else, you know. Yeah. So live and learn. But all right, guys. Well, we appreciate you listening. Hopefully, this gives you um, some ideas of what you can do for next season and get you amped up to do this stuff. Like everybody's bummed, deer season's over, but. I'm, I'm jacked for shed season. I'm jacked for scouting. I'm jacked for... There's nothing better than finding a shed that you're a buck that you're targeting. It's just like, all right, 
You know, it's it's so yeah. cool. I'm excited for that. Like if we found one side of that typical dude, we'd be like, oh, holy shit. You know what I mean? Like it would be it'd be epic. So I'm gonna be in that shit crawling, <laughs> trying to trying to just get it in there. But my son Rainer's really jacked for shed season. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited for scouting. I'm excited to put some work into this new piece and try to figure it out. And uh I'm excited. I'm gonna I'm gonna go in on Oak Run hard. I'm not not gonna not. I'm gonna go in on that. And I just want to drag a giant out of there, and then everybody's gonna be like, "Oh, there's big gear out there." Yeah. I know how it's gonna go. Right. Know? Bad thing is, you gotta send the pictures in. Like, <sighs> it's an urban urban zone, so you have to send the pic in and be like, "Oh yeah, this is where I killed it." Like, <laughs> and then you have to mark where you're hunting. Yeah, I like, was pinned in. A, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just man. But, all right guys we love you appreciate you listening we out <laughs>